Father God, just thank you, dear Lord, for your love for us. We thank you, dear Lord, for blessing us, dear Lord, even though we're going through some struggles with this pandemic going on. We thank you, dear Lord, for watching over and keeping us, dear Lord, and blessing us mightily, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for your love for us and for this assembly. Bless each one that is watching and uh, bless them, dear Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to start with the scripture. What I speak on today is called Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine. The Rise and Shine is actually, uh, I've been hearing that in my spirit for quite a while. It's Actually, it can go way back to when I was a child, and I was a sleeper. I was a man that liked, a boy that liked to sleep in the morning. I was awake most of the night thinking about things and doing things, but uh, it was night that I was awake, and I did a lot of thinking back then. But my father, he wouldn't let us sleep in on our days off, and he always felt that we needed to get up and get ready just in case. Well, we had chores to do, too. And he would come down or yell at the bottom of the stairs because we had a bed. My brother and I had a bedroom in the basement. He would say, Arise and shine, daylight in the swamp. <laughs> daylight in the swamp. We didn't live in a swamp. But it was a... I've been hearing in my spirit about arising and shining. I'm going to read the scripture from Malachi Chapter 4, verses 1 to 5, and I've been reading in my New Living Translation. The Lord of Heaven's army says, The day of judgment is coming, burning like a furnace. On that day, the arrogant, the wicked, will be burned up like straw. They will be consumed, roots, branches, and all. But for you who fear my name, the sons of righteousness, the Son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. And you will go free, leaping with joy, like calves let out into pasture. On the day when I act, you will tread upon the wicked as they were dust under your feet, says the Lord of heavenly armies. Remember to obey the law of Moses, my servant, all the decrees and regulations that I have given him on Mount Sinai, for all Israel. Look, I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord's arrive. His preaching will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise, it will come and strike the land with a curse. So rise up and get ready. The Lord is coming very soon in power and might. You know, I see seeing this great and powerful warrior rising up out of the dust of the earth. He's rising up and shaking himself off all the rocks and debris and falling off. He's standing up strong and yes, we're fully equipped ready to go forth and to conquer. It's almost like that Ojibwe prophecy about the sleeping giant in Thunder Bay. One day he will rise up. I see that being happen. The church is being made ready to go. Being ready to go and, and bring in the harvest. Are you ready to be part of this harvest? Are you in the army of God? 
The Lord is calling you to rise up and bring healing and salvation to the lost and to the hurting of this land here in Dryden and all of Canada. I had a dream not too long ago, and it was like I was in an assembly similar to this, and uh, helped the Lord prompt me to come up to the front and say, who wants to be healed? Who wants to be healed? Who wants to be healed? And most people jumped up and shouted, I do, I do, I do. There's a cry in the land. There's a cry in the land. People want to be healed, want to be restored, want to be made whole. And you're part of that, bringing that healing, the love of the Holy Ghost. The Father wants to see you healed, wants to see you restored. That was a deep cry that sprung forth. It is a hunger. It is a hunger and thirst of the people, the lost and hurting. There's so much going on nowadays. You hear the story of the the children that have, bones of the children that have been found in, in the BC um, residential school. The parents that were hurting because their children just disappeared. Just disappeared. That is so painful. You know, when I was a young man, I was a young boy, uh, I had a baby sister. She was about two years old, going on three. And I was probably six and then one day she just disappeared she just disappeared just gone you know that affected me in my spirit affected me in my soul not only me my, my siblings too my other siblings that were, a brother just younger than I am two years younger than a sister that was another two years younger it really affected us even to this day my siblings find it hard to relate to that. So I can understand the cry of the parents wanting to be, know what happened to their children and get healed. So we pray that that happens. So Lord, bring that healing upon the your people, Almighty God. Restore them. With the COVID, and there's been much fear the shutdown has really got people irritated and on edge. There's so much going on that people are just losing it. Wound up killing people and wound up shootings all over the place. I had a lot of um, unsafe friends and neighbors that were quite upset with this uh, pandemic. You know, God protects, God watches over us. And I don't know if there were people, um, I don't know of anybody in Dryden that got it, COVID, but we know we had some family members out in BC that had COVID, but God watched over and kept them, protected them, and now they're whole and doing well. You know, we have the blood of Christ over our lives. The blood of Christ. We accepted the pure, spotless Lamb, Jesus to our life and he shed his blood for us so our dark posts of our heart are covered with him his blood he watches over and keeps us when we pray to him daily 
three times a day Daniel prayed. So we pray that uh, God will keep us. God will keep our families. That's responsibility, especially of you know, the parents to pay for their children, to pay for those within our family that are not saved, our siblings or other relatives. It keeps us busy just in prayer. But during these times, we need to. We need to keep on top of it. We need to um, spend time with him. For it is our salvation. It is our shield. He is our shield. He keeps us. But, you know, there is exciting times coming ahead. God wants his sons and daughters healed and restored and fully equipped for this coming revival. I've been speaking about this revival coming, and it's already starting in different parts of the country, Edmonton and B.C. and other parts. You know, there's even prophetic words about Winnipeg again, where there was a great revival back in the 40s. It's going to happen again. Going to happen again. You can watch and see the coming restoration of the First Nations people of our country. Now, this is why that's been put into the spotlight, I think, because that healing is coming for our First Nations brothers and sisters, and that's good. You know, we can't do it. You know, we can't do this next revival without them being part of it. It's a very integral part of our new revival coming. We do need uh, everyone in the body of Christ, whether it's black, yellow, white, you know, brown. We need everybody. But for Canada, we need that woven tapestry of our First Nations people. In it. With this new rise, it's going to start with praise and worship. We hear a new sound coming forth, new praise, new worship, and it's touching souls, it's touching hearts. You know, when we pray and praise out loud, the enemy trembles and flees. And a prime example of that is King David when he was a young man in the courts of Saul, of King Saul. What did he do? He played his harp, his lyre, and sang when Saul was troubled with evil spirits. Then he was soothed. You can imagine the impact it'll have when we have hundreds of people praising and worshiping at all time. You know, we've had some gatherings here where it was praise and worship, and it was powerful. There's going to be more of that. I know groups around the city here that uh, spend time every weekend prayer and praise, and they take time in prayer and praise. Other individuals do prayer walk and um, groups and, and praying for the city, and that's good. And I think that's what helps keep us is these individuals that are going around, the churches that are doing that. Even though they're not able to meet here in the buildings, God is able to prompt them to go over here, go over there. You know, you go over to the east gate, you go over to the west gate, you go to the north gate, or you go to the south gate. And pray and pray for your, the people of this city. There's been a lot of tragedies in this city as well. 
people losing their homes, losing their lives with fires. But we're to reach out and help them, pray with them, and encourage them that the Lord loves them. There are people that are not well in body and in spirit. The Lord prompts it in our hearts to phone them. And if we're able to go see them, but God is laying it on our hearts. Are you hearing? Are you listening to what God is saying to you? The time is that we're being woke up. We're rising up out of this dust. We're rising up. And God is going to do a great thing here in Dryden, here in the region, here in Canada. That's why the enemy's scared and he's really rattling his saber. He's roaring like a toothless lion, but he is going down. God is coming in power and might through you, through each one of you. God bless each one of you. For I know that great things are happening. To me, it's a bit of a challenge to speak to an empty church, but I know you out there. Every one of you, I love each one of you. I thank my wife for being able to sit here and to encourage me on, and Brian too. In closing, I want to read a word from a prophetic word for Canada by by Barry Wunsch. He's out of, um, I think he's in Alberta. It was given in January of this year. Canada, justice is coming as surely as the rising of a new dawn. Canada, I will not let you I will not let your destiny be taken from you. I have not spoken and said that everything can be shaken will be not shaken. I'll say that again. Have I not spoken and said that everything that can be shaken will be shaken? Just as I have shifted the wheat out of the chaff. So it is that I am sifting out the righteous and the justice from the unrighteous and the injustice of your land. Canada, I've heard your prayers to expose the unrighteousness and the injustice of the land. Now the hour is upon us, where I will now deal with what has been exposed. Just as I've separated the wheat from the chaff, so it shall be that I shall deal with those that I have brought evil, and injustice upon your land. O Canada, you're going to watch the nation's eyes turn and gaze upon me once again, just in the days of old. Young and old from the east to the west, from the north to the south, shall be forced to examine their hearts before me. I am drawing them, for I am drawing them in, for it is harvest time within this nation of Canada. Canada, your deliverer has come to take out the enemies that have been set against you and all that has beset you in the days beset you in, in the days past. I am preparing a people that will be prepared to carry the glory across this land. I'm calling my people to the streets of revival. You look at this period of restriction and I'm going to use it for expansion for they have not come to you 
So I'm then sending them to you. So hear my word on this day and prepare yourself to be released for the greatest expansion of this nation has ever seen. Trust me to lead you down these paths that are unknown to you. Hold fast to my love for you and your love for one another. For yes, I am taking you back to the land the enemy has taken. Stay focused on me and do not be distracted by the things that the enemy tried to dissuade you or hold you back. For this is a new day, a new era, and I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Canada, hold fast. Hold fast to hope and do not let go. For I shall move upon this land with greater measure than you could have ever imagined. And I'm calling you up to do it with you and through you. Watch with me and be amazed as we arise and our enemies be scattered. I'll say that again. Watch with me and be amazed as we arise and our enemies be scattered. Amen. So I want to encourage you today. There are many in the body, even on this day, that have been resisting the Father as he's leading them. They justify the resistance thinking that they are not fully qualified. They justify the resistance thinking that they're too big, you're too big of a mess to be qualified. You may justify your resistance and say it is too big for you. But know this today, that it is not about how good you are, how strong you are, how educated you are. It's about your willingness to be a vessel for him. He's looking for willing vessels. Are you willing? Are you as willing as he is willing to fill you as he flows through you for the day and the hour and the things that you're called to? He's just looking for your yes. He will take your little yes and turn it into big things. Amen. There's so many things that have got stuck, blocked, and they don't know how to move forward. They're sick and tired of being where they are and don't know what to do about it. Discouragement, apathy, compromise, negativity has tried to pull you under and take you out. You may feel like you're thrown overboard, no life jacket, and tired of swimming. You don't have much left in you. You're tempted to give up. I saw the father jumping into the water right there with you, swimming at your side, grabbing you tightly to himself, rescuing you and bringing you into safety. You are coming to know him as your comforter, your savior, your closest friend. He's bringing you out of the hard places that you've been in. He's restoring you, healing you, setting you up to fulfill your destiny. So that is you today. So if that is you today, open up your hearts to him. Let him fill you, refresh you, heal you, and love you. He is faithful, and he will never let you go. Amen. So Lord, as we go into the final 
closing, Almighty God, I, I just want to read from Psalms 92. We talk about praise. Of course, Psalms is, is songs about praise, a lot of them. So we're singing Psalms 92, and the psalm is used in temple services after the, on the Sabbath. And a, and a lot of you would probably un- hear this and understand it. Some, many songs have been made of it, this, this song. Psalm 92, starting in verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening, accompanied by the ten-stringed harp and the melody of the lyre. You thrill me. Lord, with all you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. O Lord, what great works you do. How deep are your thoughts. Only a simpleton would not know, and only a fool would not understand this. Though the wicked spout like weeds and evil doers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, O Lord, be Exalted forever. Your enemies, Lord, will surely perish. All evil doers will be scattered. You have anointed me with the finest oil. Oh, I'm going to back up. But you have made me as strong as the wild ox. You have anointed me with the finest oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. But the godly will flourish like the palm trees and go strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in our old age, we will still produce fruit. They will remain vital, vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. We praise the Lord. And we thank you, dear Lord, for your word. We thank you for the many words of encouragement and strength and building, dear Lord, within this Bible. We thank you for your servants that preach your word, almighty God, so faithfully. Dear Lord, continue to strengthen us for this day. Continue to be with us in power and might, almighty God, as you release this new move of the Spirit that we want to be part of it, dear Lord. For we've been seeing this from the days of our youth, and we're excited to see what is coming on now for today, and we rejoice in that. Amen. The Lord bless these brothers and sisters that are watching, dear Lord, and uh, just have your hand upon them and guide them. Bless our leadership. Dear Lord, bless Pastor Nick as he's in sabbatical. Bless Brian. Bless uh, Pastor Brian and his family, dear Lord. Bless, bless Pastor Velma and all the um, board, dear Lord, each one within this assembly. Just have your hand upon those that are grieving today, dear Lord. The passing of Jim Shear, Sr., we just ask that you be with the Shear family. Dear Lord, just have your hand upon them. Dear Lord, for those that are recuperating from um, surgery, or going into surgery, dear Lord, just continue to have your hand upon them, dear Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you this day. Go forth in Jesus' name. 
Amen.